the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are here for you over the phone today. Welcome, moms. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms. We focus on the importance of each and every mom because you guys are raising some kids in some pretty tough times right now. Um, But I've got a question for you. Do you think that God might be nudging you to do something new, especially in these particular times? Well, we've got some clues for you today from the author of the new book, Called Out. She is the former host of The View and Good Morning America, also an ABC News correspondent, and she's got her own podcast. We're going to talk about that as well. Her name is Paula Ferris. She's on the show today (laughs) to talk about her new book and explain how God moved her from two dream jobs into her true Mm -hmm. calling. Plus, she's going to help you figure out if you're in the wrong vocation what God might be calling you to, and how to move past your fears. So stay tuned for Paula Ferris coming up right after 60 Seconds to hear from our amazing Channel Mom sponsors. The Life Center in Littleton is here for you. Whether you or someone you know needs help with groceries, GED prep, finding community, or figuring out what faith in Jesus really means, the Life Center wants to help. Located just south of downtown Littleton, we exist to offer our community practical help and lasting hope. Find out more at lifecenterlittleton.org. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. A shout out to all of the folks in different states who listen to us. Our wonderful audience here in Denver, also in Little Rock and in Southeast Alabama, as well as in Kansas. So glad to have you guys on board. I hope today's show is just for you. I hope there's something in it that you really needed to hear. It's a direct word from, from God to you. Honestly, that's what my hope is. Um, I do want to just acknowledge that, that moms are, are in a place right now where you're just kind of trying to figure out how life should be going. And, and my, one of the things that's on my heart is I don't want to waste this time. Now, granted, people are dealing with all kinds of difficulties, financial loss, and some people have been sick. Some people have lost family members. That's huge. It's huge. I'm not overlooking that. But if you happen to be like most Americans, you're plugging along and just not sure how you should be treating this time. So my hope is that you can find ways to take advantage of it, teaching your kids lessons, growing closer to your family, uh, getting back in shape, uh, finding something that uh, – 
you know, that you have always wanted to do and going ahead and committing yourself to do it. Whatever it is, I hope you can take advantage of it. We have been doing the grocery bag challenge. You can go look at it on our Facebook uh, and our Instagram where we just, I just have been buying a bag of groceries for somebody that I know might need it when I'm out on my own buying my own. And so I think it's a great lesson to pass on to your kids. Uh, Hashtag grocery bag challenge. If you do it, Take some video of yourself and post it for me uh, and tag us at Channel Mama. I'd love, to, I'd love to see you guys doing that. It's something, you know, making something good out of something that doesn't feel so good right now, and it's a good lesson for your kiddos. Okay, we've got a fabulous interview for you today. She's an ABC News correspondent and host of the podcast Journeys of Faith. She's also been co-host of The View and Good Morning America, but maybe more importantly, she's a mother of three and a wife, and she's got a brand-new book out called Called Out. Why I Traded Two Dream Jobs for a Life of True Calling. And we're going to give away a copy or two today, so stick around for that. Paula Ferris has incredible words of advice for moms today and how your career is not who you are, plus how to know God's calling for you and if he's calling you to something different than what you're doing now. Three ways to find out if you're in the right vocation and how to move past your fear, any fear that's holding you back. So welcome to Channel Mom, Paula. Thank you, Jenny. It is my pleasure to, to be here today. And just a shout out to all the moms right now. We're, we're kind of like veering out of our comfort zone because we're not only mom, but we're homeschool teacher. We're, we're doing a little bit of everything. So we're putting a lot more on our plate than, yeah. than we've been used to. Absolutely. Hey, I want to give a little plug to your podcast because you uh, moved into that out of some of the other sort of high profile jobs you were doing. And hopefully, the podcast is also high profile. So let's, I don't know if Richard has it. Hopefully he does. Um, we got a little clip from one of your podcasts just to kind of show how they go. Uh, soundbite with uh, country singer Luke Bryan. Okay, great. And so maybe we don't have the sound. It's one of those months, Paula. Just about everything yes. we've tried to do has not gone through. So I apologize. Anyway, it's a, a really cool. No worries. We're really cool. We've got to give ourselves grace right now. Absolutely. And I'm on my phone. I do have this fancy schmancy mic. Don't worry about it. Yeah, okay. I do have this mic and this whole beautiful setup studio here. And today, none of it worked. So we're just on the phone. <laughs> But thank you. There is grace. There's always grace. So I do want to first Amen. acknowledge that you and I have similar stories. Um, you you went much higher up in your career than I did, but I started out at GMA. I was a desk assistant <laughs> in Washington, D.C. for the Crazy. news Crazy. At GM, GMA, and I worked with Peter Jennings a little bit. In fact, I interviewed Peter Jennings when I became a reporter myself. I worked in Cleveland, Ohio as a reporter and kind of a fill-in anchor and doing some things there for three years. Um, and, and so I was all over the country, but we have some touch points that are very, very similar. And then I recognized that TV was my religion. And it was my purpose and my meaning. And when I became a mom, God had to kind of get me out of that mentality and say, there's so much more that I have for you as a mother and as a child of God and places for you to minister that have nothing to do with your career. So that's kind Mm -hmm. of very similar to your message, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the, the message of my book is that your worth isn't your work. You're more than what you do. Your value is in vocation. Your calling is in career. But unfortunately, you know, you're told, Jenny, that we have to lean in. And we're told that, that our worth only lies in doing, that our value is in this vocation. And we're also told as moms that, hey, if we want to off-ramp and raise our kids, well, there's not really 
anything of value. Like, when are you going to get back into the workforce? When are you kind of going to offer something of value to society? And that's yeah. all a lie. Um, you know, I, I stepped away from my two dream jobs. I felt like I had to be, like, God extracted me from it because I was so addicted to that high, and I bought into what society told me. Um, but I, I suffered, a, you know, a series of unfortunate events. My health was suffering. My relationships were suffering. And God really had to, like, shake me and rattle me to get my attention to step out of that. But I didn't realize how, like, intertwined my calling and career were until when I stepped away, I had no clue who I was outside yeah. of it. And it wasn't enough for me to just be a wife and a mother. And, and, and there was a lot of guilt in that. There was so much guilt. But my purpose and my identity was t- solely wrapped up in doing. It was solely wrapped up in this gig, in this career. And yeah. um, that's what the book's about. It's about, like, trying to find purpose and identity and calling that don't shift and shake. Um, that yeah. aren't uprooted when you have a shift in vocation because, let's face it, we're going to experience vocational shifts throughout our life. Vocation, it, you know, staying home with your children is a vocation. It's the highest vocational calling that, that you can be called to do, but that can shift as well. And so it's all about not rooting your purpose and identity in doing. It's rooting your purpose and identity in who you are outside of what you do. So that when you experience a personal crisis like the one I did, or you're experiencing a pandemic like the one we're in right now, you won't shift, shake, bend, or break. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna um, ask you because I know you know how to do this to talk in fabulous sound bites because there are so many things I want you to be able to tell our audience. So I'm gonna go boom, 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 <laughs> and I know that you're gonna be able to to, to work with me in this. Okay, so l- let me just briefly l- allow you to explain that you were in high-profile jobs. Everybody inside the industry was like, girl, you're at the top of your game. You yes. shouldn't pull back. This is the, this is, is the meaning of everything. And I remember getting that uh, lesson uh, told to me once in Cleveland, too, when I was, uh, you know, as a featured reporter in the evenings, I was filling a lot for the other anchors and things like that. And they said, oh, my gosh, you can't, you can't step away from any of this. And it, it, that is kind of a lie. Just because you're on The View, that does not make you any more important than the mom down the street from me who's Amen. raising a special needs child. And so, so I love that you come at it from that. But, but you said God kind of had to wake you up. So you had just go, go through them. You had like four or five things that it was just boom, boom, boom. And you're like, oh, my Crazy. goodness, he's giving me a message. Yeah. Yep. So it wasn't enough. Like I, I assessed my landscape, Jenny, and like my relationships were falling apart with my husband and my kids and my health was failing. I wasn't going to church. So like the things that were of professed value to me were really contradictory to the choices that I was making both professionally and personally. But that wasn't enough. Like I was addicted. This was my drug of choice was my career. And I poured myself into it. And so it wasn't enough just to see my life falling apart around me. I went through and I write about it in the book. And I do think God does allow a crisis to happen to us every now and then to shake, to shake our cage, to rattle us and get our attention. So within seven months, I had a miscarriage with an emergency surgery, that miscarriage happening during my Sean Spicer interview was like one of the biggest interviews of my career. Then I get hit in the head with an object right before I'm going live on Wall Street for Good Morning America, concussion, knocked out of work for three weeks. The day that I get cleared to go back to work, I was so excited because I like, I, I, I was angsty and I like my purpose was gone. I wasn't working. But the day I got cleared to go back to work, I get in a head-on car crash. Then I get influenza, which turned into pneumonia. So that's seven months of my life. And God was saying, if you don't slow down, I'm going to slow you down. Mm-hmm. And that it was in that space. I finally waved that white flag and I said, all right, <laughs> I'll obey. 
it's crazy because I've worked my entire life to get to this point. And God, isn't this my calling? Like, didn't you call me to do this? Um, and so as crazy as it sounded to me and as crazy as it sounded to everybody else, I mean, I was told by an executive I would be crazy and it would kill my career. I stepped away. And then yeah. in that space, I, I, that's where I write a lot of the book. Like, oh, my gosh. I, I leaned in like I was told. And then I, I didn't realize how much my purpose and identity and everything was consumed with this, this thing, this doing. Um, but unfortunately, that's, that's, those are the lies we get from society. What's your name? What do you do for a living? Ask yeah. my kid, what do you want to be and what do you want to do when you grow up? Is if that's the only thing that we bring to the table? So yeah. I just leaned in. I leaned into career because that's what we're told to do, especially as women, right? And I burned out. I really did, and I didn't know who I was outside of it. Well, and it's the reason that I I founded Channel Mom is because God led me to do it because I I realized very quickly, and I'm sure you can identify with this, when I would go to parties when I was on television, and again, I want to acknowledge that I was not as big time as you are, but when, when I was in television, when I would go to parties back in the day when TV was the only screen going, People would, you know, ask me for my autograph, think I was a big deal, think I was important. After I decided to stay home with my children, when I would go to parties and say, I'm a stay-at-home mom, nobody thought I was important anymore. And and God kind of showed me, you know, we're honoring people who are on stages and maybe even who um, perform at Super Bowls and dance around stripper poles. And we honor these people that are not necessarily contributing anything fabulous to our world. And we're not honoring the women who are raising up our next generation. Generation. And, and whether Amen. you have a career Amen. or not, but your motherhood, e- even if you have a career alongside of your motherhood, your motherhood is immensely important to the creator of the universe. And that has been my pitch for 15 years now. So I'm so honored so that you wrote a book all about <laughs> it. So thank you for doing that. Yeah. Um, oh, so my gosh. Differentiate between call, calling and vocation for me. Yeah, I think, okay, so here's the problem. You just, and you just hit the nail on the head. You know, once you, you know, when you were, you know, at the top of your game, people wanted your autograph. But then when you were called into a different vocational season, one that society doesn't really value, um, people stopped noticing you. And when I stepped away, um, step, kind of stepped into this unknown space, and God really revealed to me that I had it all wrong, that we have two callings on our life. And, you know, unfortunately, it's so baked into our society that our value is vocation, but also in our faith circles. The faith circles, calling and career are synonymous. We have to find our calling, and it's always about doing. So our purpose is rooted in doing. And God revealed to me that we have two callings on our life, okay? So let's stop throwing this word around flippantly. Let's contextualize it. We have a faith calling or a purpose, which I write about in the book. I use those two words interchangeably. Your faith calling or your purpose is the reason you are here. It will never change. It is who you are. It's not going to change in a crisis or a pandemic. My purpose is to love God and love people. My vocational calling, okay, will change throughout my life. And just think vocation, vehicle. Vocation is just the vehicle by which you're going to love God and love people. It is the conduit. Vocation can be seasonal. Vocation is not just one-dimensional. You can branch out and try new things based upon your gifts and talents. All right. So it can be chapters of your life. You can off ramp if you want. And so for me, it's looking at it that way. It's just this paradigm shift before, just for instance, I would say, my name's Paula Ferris and I'm a co-anchor at Good Morning America and and co-host of The View. That was my purpose. 
So you, you see, when you're rooted in your identity and purpose is rooted in doing, then you're going to have an identity crisis. My purpose now is loving God and loving people. I introduce myself now, Jenny, as I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I love Jesus, I'm curious, I'm a question asker, and um, I champion the underdog. That's who I am, and that's never going to change. The, the way that God chooses to, to um, use my gifts and talents the vocational branches can and will change. I can never get too attached to the vocation because God can call me to a, diff- to a different vocation in a different season. Now, and remembering that the, the vocation is just the vehicle. I mean, God might be calling you to a season of staying home with your children. That is a vocational calling, staying yeah. home with your children. He may, in the next season, he might be vocationally calling you to something else. So we have to be able to contextualize the word calling. Faith calling, which never changes, vocational calling does. And vocation is just the vehicle by which you're going to love God and love people. Okay, so I promoted a bunch of things that you would share with a mama. So first of all, I want to let moms know we're giving a couple of your fabulous books away very kindly and generously. You're doing that. So called out. Please email us. I'm not going to make Richard try to pick up the phones in the middle of all this. So just email us at (laughs) channelmom at gmail, channelmom at gmail, to tell us that you would like a copy of Paula's amazing book. We'll also tell you how to purchase it at the end of the show. But but let's get through these next couple things because we literally only have six or seven minutes left. I want to make sure that you tell mamas, if they're in a place right now, especially right now, they may be rethinking their whole lives in terms of both what, you know, have they been listening to God and their faith calling, and and should they be changing vocations? What are David Shedd's three principles for discovering what you were made to do? And David Shedd was a high-level government guy, uh, former director of the intelligence agencies, the FBI, CIA, and he felt called to go into government. So I conduct this interview in the book. And he was really able, he's the first one that's really been able to articulate what vocational calling looks and sounds like. Vocational calling is three things, and it has to be all three. You have to check every single box. You have to be good at it. You have to love it. And trusted people in your life have to speak life into it, noticing that you're good at it, good at, and you love it. It's not enough just to be good at it. It's not enough just to love it. Okay. All three of those things have to check the box. And for me, yes. I've always been curious and I ask questions and I'm dogged and like I'm persistent, made me a good broadcaster. Okay. My nickname growing up was Paula 20 questions. Um, mm-hmm. My high school te- drama teacher spoke life into that, said you should go into broadcasting. My college professor. So I had trusted people speaking life into it, but peel back those layers. It's not just saying I'm a good broadcaster. It's saying I'm a good communicator and I'm curious and I ask questions and people notice that I'm not one dimensional. Okay, neither are you, neither are any of your listeners. You are multidimensional, but we have these talents and gifts, mind, curiosity, asking questions and communicating. Just think about the different ways that God could use that in the different vocational branches, not just in broadcasting. I have limited myself, you know, I, I, my entire career thinking this is the only thing I could ever be good at, okay? But just think of the ways that God can use your particular gifts in different seasons on different branches, okay? And it's just so freeing. I mean, you can off-ramp. You can try new things. You are multidimensional. You can branch out. But God's going to use those unique gifts and talents that he, that he gave you and you alone. But it all has to be rooted in knowing that your worth is not your work. 
Okay. Absolutely. That's what what you have to remember. You are so much more than what you do. Your value is not in vocation. Your value is in who you are and why you are here to love God and love people. And whatever God calls you and whatever season vocationally, you are placed there to uniquely love God and love people the way that you can do. And it's a paradigm shift, but it's also that was so eye-opening for me and so, so profound and revelatory. It's like been life-changing. And I feel like it has just taken off the shackles, honestly. Amen. See, Amen. I and I'm see, glad you're I speaking. Pur- I see my purpose and vocation in a totally different aspect now. And I'm glad you're speaking that life into every mom's life. Okay, so we have four minutes left, and I want you to answer two questions. So I'm just letting you know that. Fair yes. warning. How do you get past <laughs> fear? Because, because like me, you say yeah. that it's been a constant struggle for you to get past fear. No, fear has paralyzed me my entire life. I had to, first of all, realize that fear is not something that we conquer. Fear is not something that we're healed of or cured of. Fear is going to be present. You should expect it. You should anticipate it. God mentioned fear 365 times, I believe, in the Bible. But know that when God has called you vocationally to do something, when you sense that shift in your spirit and you apply those three things to your life, good at it, love it, people trust, speak life into it, you'll sense that peace in your spirit. But no, when God calls you, he'll equip you. In the same way he's with Moses, he'll be with you. Expect and anticipate the fear, but then you have to press into it. God says in Joshua 1, have I not commanded you to be strong and be courageous? Don't Mm -hmm. be scared. Don't be discouraged, for the Lord your God's with you. You can have a peace in your spirit, and you can be scared as hell at the same time. But it is (laughs) up to you to push into that fear, to press into it. You have to take the first step, and God has promised that he will meet you in it. He will be there, but it's up to us to take that step when we can't see the rest of the staircase. Fear will be present. Acknowledge it. Push past it. And this is outside of the questions that the PR people gave me. But I have a I'm just curious because having been, (laughs) thank you, having been in journalism as a believer, I'm curious how you take your Journeys of Faith podcast and open it up, because you do. You don't interview people that are just Christians, as you are. And I'm I'm curious Mm -hmm. how you are able to do that when you you believe that Christ is who he says he is. How do you open it up and and interview an atheist or interview somebody who's not a Christian and has a different kind of faith? How do you portray that? It's a classic example of faith calling versus vocation. That particular vocational call in my life to do this podcast is the way that I'm going to love people. It's enough for me to love you regardless of your faith, Mm -hmm. just because I know you're made in the image of God. You're a child of God. That's enough for me to love and respect you. We don't have to see eye to eye, and we probably won't. But I can love you, and I can respect you, and I can show you the love of Christ because you are made in Christ's image, and that's enough despite our differences. That's yeah, it. that's good. Yeah, and you, you interview some really interesting people. I mean, there are some obvious ones like Tim Tebow, but but you've got some other yeah. folks. Do you want to do just a quick little pitch to the mamas out there about Journeys of Faith and also about yeah, how they sure. find you in your book? Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you want to listen to the podcast, it's just a chance to listen to newsmakers and influencers of many different faiths about what they believe and why from a mainstream platform, Kellyanne Conway, Ben Shapiro, Melissa Joan Hart. Um, you know, Sherry Shepard or some of, the, some of the moms, Deion Sanders, you know, and the list goes on and on. Um, but I talk to all kinds of people, and it's been great. I think you have to be able to answer for the hope that is within you, and you do that by challenging yourself. Um, yeah. And if you want to reach out to me, I love to hear from you. I love to speak life into moms, especially moms that are staying at home, because we know there's nothing staying at home about it. 
Um, And I think it's the most valued vocation. It's it's the one that society attacks most often. And it's a lie that you can't off ramp if you want and stay home with your kids and get back in. That's such a lie. Don't believe it. You can reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter, Paula Ferris. And my name, last name is spelled just like Paris, but with an S like Frank. So reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter. Thank you for supporting the book. I'd love to hear where you find yourself in those pages because we are told, especially as women, that our worth is in our work and that, that we're only as good as our job. And amen. I'm here to tell you that's such a lie. It is such I a know. lie. And, and I don't say amen to that lie. I say amen to you <laughs> revealing it. Oh, I know. You were shouting me down, and I appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. And you and I are on the same page. I, I was saying amen yes. and yes a lot as I read your book. Um, so you're a blessing. I want to yeah, remind moms that they can win your book. Called out. Just email us at channelmama.gmail. Let us know you'd like the book. And, and God bless you and what you're doing. I, I do hope that moms you. understand your message and, and understand their, their incredible value value to the creator of the universe as they raise up his children. So, and you too, with your three babies. Right. So thank you so much, Paula, for being thank on the show. Thank you. Thank you for speaking life in, into, into mom. I really appreciate it. And thank you for speaking life into me. I really appreciate it. And thanks everybody for supporting the book. I'm really yeah. grateful for it. Okay. Take care, dear. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. All right. Just to let everybody know, you can uh, catch up with us on ChannelMom.com. We'd love to have you benefit from our various outreaches there. We're so grateful to our donors. You can come and become a donor or just pray for us. It's ChannelMom.com. You can become a part of one of our ministries. We have a prison outreach for mamas in prison, moms who are coming out of homelessness, moms who just want some fellowship in the suburbs, all kinds of ways to be blessed as a mom. And you know what? If nobody's thanked you today as a mom, I am here to thank you. I know sometimes you get overlooked. Uh, sometimes nobody notices all that you're doing in a day to help your family and keep everybody alive. So thank you for how hard you are working to raise your babies well and commit to loving them and helping them for so many years. So thank you, mamas. Uh, remember to follow us all over social media on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and so on. Thank you so much for listening today. Be blessed. Stay strong. I know it's hard to be in the house, but you're blessing your children. Thanks for listening today. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our Donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.